0: Alright, right, so this is an emergency update. When I first came across this information, I was absolutely astonished, to say the least. Not that surprised in hindsight, but completely astonished. Now, this is incontrovertible proof, if true, that we are in World War III and that the only thing preventing a massive nuclear escalation is the restraint of some high-ranking military officers. Because get a load of this, guys. A leopard tank, along with its crew of German soldiers was destroyed in the northern military district zone. Not mercenaries, but German soldiers. And just wait, stick with me for the duration of this video, because there's a lot of other things we need to talk about, but this is one of those things that just makes me wonder how we're all still here to talk about this. Russian intelligence officers have destroyed a German leopard tank transferred to Ukraine with a crew of Bundeswehr soldiers in the northern military district zone. The officers claim, and I quote, When we stopped their assault, we moved towards the burnt equipment in the hope of taking the tongue. And when we found that the tank driver was seriously wounded and the rest died, the mechanic, when we woke him up, he saw us and he began shouting, Nicht schießen! Nicht schießen! Uh, Translation in German, don't shoot! The officer told the news agency. Legend emphasized that the driver of the damaged tank, legend in quotes, um, I believe that is uh, the name of the uh, officer uh, company that, that captured this damaged tank, said several times that he was not a mercenary, but a soldier of the Bundeswehr and the entire crew was recruited from one company of the German armed forces. According to the Russian officers, it was of little surprise, of course, which signifies that they already know that a lot of this equipment is being commandeered by NATO. But then I thought, I was even glad that it doesn't matter what kind of crew sits in the leopard, he said. Ukrainian militants or German military personnel. The result will be the same. German tanks will burn and the American ones will burn, even if they are controlled by Americans, said the Russian intelligence officer. Think of what is happening right now. You have German tanks utilizing god knows what for ammunition depleted uranium rounds i think it was only the challenger tanks but the abrams are going to use depleted uranium rounds that are being piloted by german soldiers conscripted from the german military nato soldiers fighting in territory that russia deems to be its own invading russian territory okay So you have German soldiers in a German tank crossing into Russian territory with a German tank. That's World War III. They haven't called it that yet. I assure you that our fate hangs in the balance right now. It hangs on the the restraint and resolve of a handful of Russian military officers that are just waiting for the signal. This is it. It doesn't get more World War III than that. Now, get a load of this next piece of news. You remember how Germany had said that they were going to provide long-range Taurus missiles only when the U.S. says attack them. Well, what did the U.S. just commit to in the last 48 hours? They're going to send them. Well, rumor has it, and this is just an unsubstantiated rumor at this point, but I don't think it's far from the truth. Because Boris Pistorius, that name we all love to say, the uh, US, uh, German defense minister indicated that we're not ruling out the sending of Taurus missiles, meaning that they're going to send them. This is all coordinated well ahead of time. They're going to send Taurus missiles. Taurus missiles can target Moscow from Ukraine. We've already heard NATO say that they don't care where Ukraine uses this weaponry. <laughs> You've got Germans in German tanks fighting on what Russia deems to be its territory. It doesn't get more World War III than that. Things could escalate wildly any minute now. Any minute now. Germany, this is a claim, is going to transfer the first batch of 45 Taurus missiles to Ukraine in the near future. And the second batch of Taurus will consist of 50 that will be transferred to the Ukrainian armed forces before November 10th. Now, again, this is unsubstantiated rumor, but it, it, it's not a long shot at this point. It's It's a given that they are going to get these weapon systems, what they do with them and what the Russian response will be is the question. Now, all of this on the heels of a massive strike on Sevastopol Black Sea Fleet headquarters in Crimea, alleging to have taken out top Russian officers, including the commander of the Black Sea Fleet. I don't know how... I'm still here making these videos. And I know a lot of people are getting red line fatigue in that every time these red lines get crossed and Russia does nothing in response, everybody starts to become just a little disinterested in all of this stuff. Uh, And I worry that that moment when even I become disinterested in the red lines, uh, so keenly aware of what's going on with this situation, and people like myself start uh, succumbing to that red line fatigue, that is when the shit's going to hit the fan. Okay. That's, it, it's, it's a classic thing that, you know, once uh, people have become exhausted with uh, a certain idea and they think that there's not going to be any uh, reprisals for our actions, that's when we're going to see them. It's almost as if we need to be concerned in order to uh, show the Russians that, that we do have some restraint with respect to how much we are willing to escalate this and how quickly we are willing to do it. But M1 Abrams tanks are already in Ukraine. They're already there. So the question is, will they be piloted by a crew of Americans or other NATO Uh, soldiers from NATO countries, Polish soldiers, Romanian soldiers. Who knows? On that same note, we have world holding its breath as Putin orders 3,000 nuclear missile troops to be combat ready. In fact, let me backtrack just a little bit here. I want to talk quickly about a saboteur bomb attack that happened that received almost no media attention whatsoever, which is surprising that this wasn't my first headline or a headline video in itself. And this just shows how far this thing has gone. When Ukraine can target and destroy, allegedly, two Russian doomsday planes at a airfield, which is in and around the Moscow area, and we don't even talk about it anymore. Two doomsday planes, Ilyushin planes, as well as a helicopter, were claimed to have been destroyed at Chuklovsky Airfield, just outside of Moscow. Now these are the planes that control, that can, you know, basically uh, control their their command for command and control for their nuclear weapons. They can initiate the launch sequence of Russia's strategic nuclear forces. And saboteurs are attacking them. This is not the first time that Russia's nuclear triad has been targeted. Now ask yourself, why would Ukraine be targeting Russia's nuclear triad? It's not Ukraine that's doing it. It's probably NATO in some way, shape or form that is trying to eliminate Russia's ability to launch a nuclear strike. They're serious about this. I worry that they really do think that they can bring down Russia and that they can bring Russia to heel and that they can do it while potentially minimizing the amount of nuclear fallout. They know that the Russians are going to be able to get some of those things in the air, but if they can minimize it beforehand, if they can destroy their command and control structure and they can effectively neutralize Russia's ability to do a retaliatory strike, which is crazy and it sounds insane, but this might be what they are thinking. We have cyber attacks taking place in Crimea. But, anyways, so we have Russia holding this massive nuclear missile drill with 3,000 troops. You know, the Russians who are supposed to be bogged down and they have no other resources to spare while they're committing 3,000 troops to a massive nuclear combat readiness exercise trained on the highest degree of combat readiness. The combat drills took place in Sverdlovsk. Uh, let me try this again. Sverdlovsk, Sverdlovsk region on Thursday and saw 3,000 Tegel Rocket Division soldiers being trained on the highest degree of combat readiness. There is a clip that shows thousands of soldiers training on the Yars thermonuclear intercontinental ballistic missile system which is feared throughout the world of, because of their massive 7,000-mile range. Well, that's not even, I mean, they, they got weapons that can travel much farther than that. They also educated the thousands of soldiers on how to fight back against attacks from the West on Putin's prize and devastating arsenal of nuclear weapons. The use of such weapons on Ukraine and the West would be a huge drastic step from the Russian president as it forced NATO to immediately strike back in a scenario that would undoubtedly trigger World War III. Now we understand, as I've already laid out, that Ukrainians have very little to gain by targeting Russia's nuclear triad because Russia is not in this conflict yet utilizing their nuclear triad. So this must be in some way related to NATO trying to, to neutralize Russia's nuclear triad by taking out their command and control in conjunction with uh, cyber attack capabilities and possibly staging some sort of first strike that would minimize Russia's ability to launch a retaliatory strike. I mean, this is absolutely crazy. And just like I say, right when everybody succumbs to red line fatigue, that's when the shit's going to get wildly out of control. Right when we all forget. There is a massive emergency alert that's going to be sent out on October 4th. There's no secret signals or none of this bullshit conspiracy that people are circulating. This is the real deal. They are preparing us to get ready to get an alert notification on our phone that the bombs are going to drop. And remember, they don't have any bunkers. I, ha- I must reiterate, I, I talked about this in the video yesterday, where, you know, you're showing these, these decadent parties that these elites are attending right now in the Palace of Versailles with King Charles and Macron, and you contrast that, you juxtapose that with soldiers being blown apart in a trench. These people do not care about you and me. They simply couldn't give a damn about our well-being. Do you seriously think and can you seriously trust people who are indulging in that high level of opulence while soldiers are blown to bits in trenches a thousand times a day? Can you seriously put any faith in those people that they're going to have your back when the time comes? We're on our own and the sooner we understand that, the better. They're getting incredibly close, and the Russians no longer trust the West. And how the Russians have not, have needed any more confirmation of this is besides me at this point. Russia was deceived about the guarantees for the grain deal, according to Sergei Lavrov, Russia's uh, foreign minister. All promises that were given to Moscow as part of the grain export deal turned out to be a lie. What a surprise! You mean the people that violated the Minsk agreements? can't actually be taken on their word. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder if Russia just knows and they're just pretending to play along with all this stuff because they know what the inevitable outcome is going to be. It's going to be nuclear Armageddon. They're just taking as much time as they can to get things prepared. Uh, and just going along with, with this, these false deals, these uh, uh, deals which are just used to buy time and act as a staging ground for attacks. Anyways, get a load of this. The top diplomat pointed out that the grain corridors had been used for attacks on Russian ships. And now the Russians are being pushed back in the Black Sea. They're starting to fortify Tokmek, which is a town that is within the occupied annexed territories that are currently being stormed by Germans in German tanks and now going to be hit by German missiles, F-16s that are nuclear capable. (sighs) I'm getting chills just thinking about how quickly this thing can go south. The Russians don't trust the Americans and NATO. Neither do the Chinese. The Chinese are ramping up their military exercises. Record amounts of uh, incursions into Taiwanese airspace in the past month. Things are ratcheting up. This could be a long, cold winter. Remember, World War III will start before winter. I'm not saying it's gonna start before this winter, but typically, If you want to do the most amount of damage, you do it before winter, because that's when everybody needs the infrastructure to survive. Natural gas, here in Canada, we are the highest consumers of energy. Without the grid, we're screwed. So you better have a plan to keep yourself warm if the lights go out this winter. If there ever was gonna be a time that it hit the fan, it's gonna be right before winter, okay? And the speech that Biden gave at the UN the other day, it seems to be a harbinger that they're getting ready to go to war with the Russians. They're already at war with the Russians, as we've already uh, talked about de facto anyways. JP Morgan is saying that oil is gonna surge to $150. Anyways, guys, don't succumb to the fatigue. Keep on prepping, keep both eyes open. Shoot with both eyes open Because you never know what is around the corner. And again, do not put any faith in our oligarchical overlords to tell us when it's all going to go down. We have to use our own discernment for that. Don't get caught up down tinfoil hat conspiracy rabbit holes. This is what it is. It's a conflict between East and West. Both are armed to the teeth with nuclear weapons. And sooner or later, one side is going to be forced to use them. The more you prepare and get yourself squared away for the inevitable crash of the supply chain, the global supply chain, the better off you're gonna be. Thanks for watching, stay safe out there, Canadian Prepper out.